This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we return the glory to you. We return all the praise to you. Indeed, you are a mighty God, wonder-working God. Please accept our worship. Please accept our praise. And I pray that the rest of this service, as you have shown up hitherto, you will move mightily still in the name of Jesus. Have your way here. Jesus, mighty name we pray. Let's put our hands together. God bless you, folks. Well done. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Nice to see you all. Um, I think officially it's summer now. <laughs> That's on paper. I don't know what it is in reality in Aberdeen, but uh, it's officially summer. Praise the Lord. I also just couldn't be so distracted um, after those testimonies. Um, took me quite some time to just get back in line. Um, it was quite funny. Uh, I was listening remotely. So when Sister Runke said she was at peace, I, I was hearing the testimony for the first time. I knew her spirit left the body. 100% I knew. Uh, she didn't even, even if she didn't come around to say that, I knew she actually left. And uh, two testimonies being brought back from the dead. I mean, God is the God. <laughs> come on, you want to celebrate him? And, and, to us, that is big. To him, it's just like helping those children ride the bike. <laughs> when we are jumping up and down over there, he said, that's, that's what he does normally. That's his nature. It's no it's it's big deal to him. <laughs> it's big deal to us. We are categorizing challenges and problems, big and small. No, that's not with him. It's wonderful indeed. And in his wisdom, what he laid on our heart to do today is a very short message and then a time to see him do what he does best. So we will give time for that this afternoon. While we are getting ready to do that, just one or two announcements so that um, we are aware. It's looking to be a fairly busy and fulfilling week ahead of us. Um, on Tuesday, we'll have a service of songs for our sister, Bosse Ugugu. She's going home to rest. So, 6 p.m. here on Tuesday. Please, as many of us should please make sure we come here. On Wednesday,
Wednesday, we have our usual monthly balm in Gilead. That's when we pray for sicknesses and situations. And we are confident that God who answers with fire, he will answer again. On Friday, we will be in Edinburgh. And we are having what we call the All Scotland Holy Ghost Night, Ashton. If you have not attended before, make sure you attend this one. If you attended before, remember this is the real one you are waiting for. A lot of indications are pointing to the fact that it's going to be an unusually good one because the Lord is coming down in his power. Amen. I thought I could see Brabiola before the service, whether there's transport arrangement, but at closing, we should be able to have that information if there's any transport arrangement or not, or what is going on. So we'll be able to let us know. And in the interim, if um, you really want us to go together, you know, those that are, sometimes it's easier that way. You don't have to drive after 1 a.m. when we finish. Uh, might be a good idea to subscribe to the usual transport arrangements that we make. Hallelujah. Take the state, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel, nothing more. But when you adore, please take the glory. Satisfied just to see you. Tell us, stay Lord. Tell us, above every other name like a banner in the sky draw men to yourself this afternoon Jesus Lord glorify your name and at the end all the praise and glory will go to you that Shekinah glory let that glory settle in this room let that glory saturate this room right now and let Jesus be glorified in Jesus' marvelous name we pray. 
Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 through to verse 8. The fourth epistle of Paul the Apostle to the Corinthian church. Chapter 3, I read verses 5 through to verse 7. Who then is Paul? And who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you do, you who, uh, but ministers through whom is, through whom you believed. Yes, I think my God deleted. And as the Lord gave to each one, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Amen. 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 So I quickly talk to you, God of increase. And I'll just mention quickly to you five pillars to lean on in life. Number one pillar, when things look impossible, remember it is God who gives the increase. When things look impossible, remember it is God who gives the increase. In Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 3, Genesis 26, verses 1 to 3, it said there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of the Philistines in Gerah. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Tell somebody, don't go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants, I give all these lands. And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. Verse 12, then, somebody says then. Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord Blessed him. In the land of famine, Isaac sowed and reaped a hundredfold. And I don't know, whichever famine anybody might be going through, it might look impossible. Remember, it is God who gives the increase. It's not your effort. It's not your know-how. It's not somebody's connection. It is God who gives the It's God very little or nothing to do with you. That might be a little bit crushing for your ego. But I'd rather have my ego crushed and I have God glorified. Many of us, we run so much to just get some glory to ourselves. And if I have all the time, I could prove that to you. Most of the time, the greatest hindrance is to us stepping into the blessing of the Lord is self. I want to do more. I want to fast more. You should fast. I want to pray more. It's not about that. It is you leaning and trusting in the Lord. When it looks impossible, remember, it's God who gives the increase. Paul knew that. He knew that it's got nothing to do with Apollo. It's got nothing to do with anyone. It's got all to do with Jesus. May you have all your trust put in him. May you have genuinely so, not just a cliche, not just what we say on Sunday morning to sound good. May you live the life of absolute dependence on God. That even what is required of you, you won't be able to do it unless God helps you. And many of us, God is encouraging us, is moving us to that level. He's trying to, you know, kind of just coerce us into dream more. But every day we recognize that we can't do a single thing without his help. 
And believe you me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can't pray one minute without God. You will soon realize that. I'm talking about real prayer. And you know what? I can pray 36 hours with God. Because he's God. Nothing's impossible with him. May he open your eyes and open my eyes. And know for sure that everything hangs on God. Somebody says it hangs on God. Take the pressure off yourself. Take the pressure off yourself. Take the pressure off people are saying. Everybody's thinking that maybe because this is why. Maybe because that. Forget about that. God knows what he's doing. And then we perfect all that concerns. Romans chapter 9 verse 16. So then, it is not of him who wills. Not even of him who wills. Nor of him who runs. But of God who does what? Tell God, show me mercy today. Uh, you are not looking for people who are crying for mercy. When Bartim cries for mercy, he cries with all the eyes. Say, God, show me mercy. And believe you me, if you don't need mercy, just point to me. Say, show, show, show that man mercy. It makes all the difference. Number two, when things are delayed, remember it is God who gives the increase. When things are delayed, remember it is God who gives. And this is an interesting one. In John chapter 11, verses 21 to 23. John chapter 11. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Did you get the trend there? But Jesus said to her, your brother will. And the brother rose again. Because when the brother rose again, he became the talk of the town. If you put John chapter 12, verse 9 on the screen for me. It then not become the same man. Whatever delays in our lives, God uses it to propagate his name. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel nice. But because he's God of increase, he can use the worst of circumstances and situations to push his name up there. I'm living for nothing but to just see God glorified. I'm tired of his name being rubbish. I'm tired. And it's God. I say, Lord, glorify your name. He say, well, I can only glorify my name if you insist I should glorify my name. If you call my power down, if you insist that in my own environment, Jesus must be glorified. I used to love that song. In my life, Lord, be glorified. In my tongue, Lord, be glorified. In my nation, Lord, be glorified. And I know one of the mandates the Lord has given us to his church is that he will be glorified through this church. He will be glorified. And your life will be one of those that will be used to glorify his name. In verse 9, see what became of the same man that the sister was worried about. Why the delay? Why can't you do something immediately? See what became of him. Now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there, that Jesus was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might also do, so read that with me, whom he had raised from the dead. He now became the, in fact, <laughs> oh, human beings. Sooner than later, they will come just to see you. Yeah. You know what? But they will meet Jesus when they come to see you. Yeah. That's only how what God has done in your life. You know, your family members, they will find out. They will just come and check you out. Is it true? Is it true that what we thought was dead and gone cannot happen? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure the healing has taken place? Are you sure the breakthrough has taken place? Are you sure they came not to see Jesus, but to see Lazarus? Verse 10, what does it say? 
But the chief priest plotted to put Lazarus to death. That shows how dangerous Lazarus was. You're going to be very dangerous yourself very soon. Amen. May I please, uh, may I please uh, advise you? One of the greatest trouble of we, us believers is that we can be very, how do I put it now? We, we move in pulses, a pulse, P-U-L-S-E, you know, a pulse is a sudden wave. And we can go through periods of intense belief. And when things, nothing happens, we go through intense disbelief. And then we go through periods of intense belief. And I'm trusting God that you will move beyond the cycles. You will live in the realm of constant belief. And it is possible. Because I can know many can be in this room that you are probably in the area of intense doubt now. I've heard many prophetic words said before. I have many said before. Remember that woman with the issue of blood. She lost everything, but she kept believing. I wish I can be like that. I'm not yet. I, can't, I don't know where she got that strength from. The Bible said they took all her money. The doctors took all her money. But the woman said, one more try. One more try. May you have the confidence to say one more try. You have the wisdom and the energy because God that gives the increase. So if you don't have it, just ask God. Don't keep reminding me. Keep reminding yourself what I said. One more try. One more try. And so I say to you one more time, whatever, how long has been delayed? Hear today the word of the Lord. God of increase, we visit in the name of Jesus. Spent the past 22 years believing God for revival in this city. Oh, no matter how delayed. Are you joking? And God has done marvelous things. Because whether you like it or not, churches are not supposed to stand in this city. But that's still springing up. And I have things I'm believing God for. In addition to my personal situations. Let's move quickly. And so many things that are there. Let me just read for you Job's 14 and we'll move on from there. Just to tell you that it may be delayed, but it will happen. For there is hope for a tree if it is cut down that it will sprout again. Job 14, 7. And that his tender shoots will not cease. Habakkuk 2, 3. What does it say? For the vision is yet for Hallelujah. But at the end, it wills. Two hours. Practically not knowing what they were doing. Thinking they were doing CPR. <laughs> and God, you were just having fun. I mean, that's beggars believe. Which prayer are you doing for two hours? Probably not ventilating at the same time. Nothing. You're just mocking around. The same man just jumped up. Enough to have even done more damage in him anyway. <laughs> it's totally counterproductive what they were doing. But God just, God just humored them. Whoever thought that, you know, they did. That's the way to do it. I don't know, but people don't sit around for two hours. Even the best of circumstances were giving oxygen, even under pressure. Two hours is too long. She will have been brain dead by then. And you're telling me God is not alive. And you're telling me your own case is long gone and dead. Dare I say it in a very crude manner. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why do you think God allowed us to hear that? You think God would not have made it possible that there would be no sickness in those families? Not have made it possible that one that you can touch 
Not that Lazarus is going to travel. If you can't meet that, you know, uh, happiness that, you can meet Sister Runka. You can touch her at the end of the service. <laughs> I wish she didn't need to tell me. And I, you see, this, those are big things before. Remember, I'm not making anything extra out of this. I'm only telling you that that's what God does naturally. And sincerely, yours and mine will be done naturally. Amen. Let no one fool around. Let no one mock around with you. And anything that's not of God will not stand anymore. Amen. Not in this place. Amen. That's what I live for now. Because fire has to start. You know, last time when Pastor Ruben preached that, or, or preached better, put it that way, that sermon on fire. I mean, I just know. Somebody called me yesterday and was telling a series of visions the Lord has been giving him. And how in a stepwise manner, he didn't have a full understanding. In a stepwise manner, the fire of the Lord was increasing and the light was getting brighter. And I know that that's the season we are in. Remember not the old things. Forget the previous disappointments. If you are still alive, God is going to do it. I have three life near-death experiences. I'm standing here. This is not going to be impossible. Because we come back and testify. Number three, when people want to gloat over you, those are the number three pillar. When people want to gloat over you or goad you for God's blessing in your life, remember it is God who gives the increase. What do I mean by that? Very short point. Sometimes when something happens, like somebody wants to take the credit, don't let anybody take the credit. God can use people, acknowledge it. But remember, you conclude that it's God that did it. And when people want to also just rib you by the side, to say, where is your God? He's not done it. Don't worry. Look up unto him. He's the one that gives the increase. When people misinterpret your situation and say, oh, maybe your sin is greater than that of any other person. Remember, it's God that gives the increase. A few days ago, I was starting thinking, Lord, have I seen a few miracles in my life? I believe I've seen quite a few. Not even knowing that God is still going to show more. And he has just started with us. Amen. Number four. When you are tempted to forget how you got to where you are, <laughs> remember it is God who gives the increase. In Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 14, when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. The, the whole of Deuteronomy chapter 8 is the, the, the chapter of remember. So God was telling them, remember, remember, remember. And the greatest remembrance we need to have is what God has done. I believe that with all my heart. We tend to remember. We, sorry, we tend to forget that God brought you this far. <laughs> you know, we're so fixated on where we are, the, the, the hill we have not scaled. And it's okay. It's human. But spend time to remember that God brought you this far. And it will take you the rest of the journey. No, somebody was rumbling at the time. He says he's going to, you know, bring the old thing that God is doing through us. And I just remember, I said, I've survived about five of such. You know, so I have five of such attack on the ministry to just bring everything down. And none of them even came to succeeding. And you know what? I panicked. And then God reminded me. So panic is natural. But it's for you to remember. You are a survivor. Oh, yes, you are. Because if it had not been of the Lord, we will have long be consumed. Long be consumed. 
Thank God for all the little exercises we do. But remember, it's God that's backed it all up. And that was very common. Sometimes when God is doing things in our lives, I've got a passage here, but I'll skip that for now. I'll just quickly tell you the story. It was about the disciples. One time, Jesus Christ, they were traveling with him, and they got to the other side. And so Jesus was just changed the topic like that. You know, he's God. And very deep, I, thank God we still have him through the Holy Spirit. You know, my wife and I, we got bowled over by some strange circumstances that happened this week. Strange. I mean, for almost 48 hours, I kept saying, ah, this God, I fear you. You know, God arranged things. I won't be able to tell you the detail. Arranged things, arranged things, and we could see the hand of God. While men were gloating, while men were thinking that this is the way it will happen, God just came and made sure that he dissected the matter, separated it, and made it very clear that it was his hand that did it. And so Jesus Christ, our Lord, got to the other side of the river. And then, you know, it was, he then changed the topic and said, do not something about the, you know, do not, um, he said, uh, the leaven of the Pharisees. You remember that story? Yes. He said, be, he said you know, uh, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And then, strangely, they just thought that where Jesus Christ was saying, that's because they didn't bring bread. That's why he's now making a topic out of them not bringing bread for them to eat. And I could imagine how insulted the Lord would have felt. That the other time, and exactly that's what he told he said, the other time you didn't bring bread, and I have 5,000 men to feed. Didn't I feed them? Twelve of you, you didn't bring bread. And it's not trouble for me. And so, Jesus Christ was teaching them and I was teaching you that there have been greater things that you have gone over before. There are greater things that he has done for us before. Don't let these seemingly smaller ones stop you from shaking or stop you from continuing to believe in him. Don't let it, don't let it shake you. And from the beginning to the everything has just been according to God's plan. The first set of prayers we pray at the workers meeting when we pray you know, Jesus, the same Genesis 26, up to no shaking. It's just, it's just God. God is in the house. And he will do it for you. Finally, number five, when the enemy comes against you, remember it is God who gives the increase. Amen? When the enemy comes against you, remember what? It's God who gives the increase. So, Isaiah 59, verse 19, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 6, 15 to 16. 2 Kings 6, 15 and 16. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Hallelujah. And when Jesus Christ was tempted, the Bible said, angels came to minister to him. Whether the enemy is troubling you with affliction, there are more to help you than there are to fight against you. Whether the enemy is tempting you in your moral standard, your Christian work, there are more working in your favor than those that are working against you. If you live with that principle, you will enjoy your Christian life. 
Do you know one other thing I keep telling God? Uh, God has invested so much in me. And he cannot but see to it that investment will yield results. Uh, no, 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 no. Look, look many a times I've spent too much time trying to make it happen. I'm an investment. He's not going to waste it. If we may make sure that it shall not be said, there was one man there, he preached, he fasted, he prayed, did that, and see what has become. No, 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 no. He's not going. Because his name will be brought into it. And the blood shed on the cross is not just going to be wasted. Oh, would there be ups and downs? Of course there will be. Will there be moments when you will feel like, oh, will, no, no, no. He has put in so much. If I were the one investing, I wouldn't allow this one to waste. That's why I know somehow, somehow, you're not going to be wasted. Somehow you will reach that land. Somehow you will possess the promised possession in the name of the Lord Jesus. And part of the investment of God are the men of God that God has sent to our lives. I hope you need to be aware of that. You will reach your destination. Conclusion. God gives the increase. Not your labor. Not your connections. But first and foremost, be connected to Jesus. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. May the Lord banish doubt in your life. May you not dishonor God by being doubtful. I've made up my mind. I said, until I see Jesus, I'll keep, I'll keep believing the most stupid. Yeah, that's what those men of old did. And some of you are quick to say, hey, but this, but that, but that. But the thing is, you open your eyes wide, you will see God is what God is doing. And he's doing mighty things. And I, I feel pressured in the spirit to let you know this and say it very raw and crude to you so that I can shake you out of it. That you keep believing him. So, part adventure, you are in the house, you are not connected to Jesus. May I ask that you please use this opportunity and be connected to him today. But if you're already connected to him through the saving grace, please from today allow him to do the heavy lifting. Just join yourself to him. So, I want us to bow our heads for a moment. I don't have a precise idea wherever you are in your Christian journey. Whether you've not even connected to him at all as a Lord and Savior, or you have. If you have not, with all our heads bowed and every heart connected to him, if you know him already and worshiping him, you want to surrender your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want a new start with him. Lift your hand wherever you have. I only a few seconds to do that so that we can move on. We'll be the first set of people I will pray for. If anybody's in the house, we must make the call so that on the last it will not be said that they didn't give me the chance. I hope you will not be amongst those who will throw away their chance or their chances. Or maybe for the rest of us, if you think that your life is shrinking, maybe sinking, maybe shriveling, maybe splitting into many little pieces here and there, in a moment, we will call on the name of the Lord. 
and he will hear us. He will hear us. He will hear us. Miracle worker. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. Miracle today. Stand on your feet with me. Let us pray unto the Lord. Destiny changer, destiny changer, destiny changer, destiny changer. destiny changer. Oh, yeah. Come and change my destiny, destiny today. Come and change The miracle working God, your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle working God, your name is Yahweh. Yahweh. Your name is you are my miracle walking God. You are my miracle walking God. Your name is One more time. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are my miracle walking God. Your name is Yahweh. Lift your voices to man and say, Father. Father. You are the Lord God of all increase. Every area of my life where there is stagnation, where there is diminishing, where there has been flattening out rather than increase. Today, Lord, stretch your hand unto me and let there be a mighty increase in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voices. You have any need for anything, anything, anything in this room. As long as you believe in your heart, no matter how tiny your belief, yield yourself unto him and cry and say, God, let there be increase in my life. Let there be increase. Transport me to a higher level, oh God. Move me into the place that you have planned and ordained for me. I know the Lord is here to answer anyone who we call upon him. Oh yes, there might be time to pray for you, but the Lord wants you to call upon him. Sylvester was leading us praise. It's all about obedience. Obedience to what the Lord is saying. Obedience to cry out unto him and say, Lord, let there be increase. God is giving somebody revelation unto that right now. God is giving somebody insight unto that word right now. 
What the word increase really means. Come on, key into it right now. Key into it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. God of increase is in the house. And he will perform mighty work in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Oh, thank you, Father. If you came into this room with so much of turmoil in your heart, God is asking me to tell you that his peace will settle in your heart right now. You came in here flustered. You barely even came. But the Lord God of all peace is here. And he says, today marks the beginning of your unending season of peace in the name of the Lord Jesus. To those whom the Lord has spoken, I congratulate you. And I pray that word will work fully for you. And Christ shall be glorified. Quite a few amens that the Lord is showing me that we should pray into. But I just want to specifically thank you, God. So he will want us to mention them. If you are in the house and it's not right, but specifically left ankle pain, is that specific? And you've gone through that for a while, lift your hand, shoot your hand to the heavens right now. You are that person in the house. Left ankle pain, that person in the house. Ah, hallelujah. Okay. Uh, please respond quickly so that we can. Uh, it's never discouraging. People might. What day was it we have meeting here? We were talking. What was that word that the Lord gave us? What was Wednesday? Pray, yes. And one person jumped up and took forever for all that. I said, Well, you guys say, but. So if you have that person come forward. The first person that the Lord wants to touch this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. With my hand lifted up, everybody lift your hands to the heavens right now. God wants to do marvelous things. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, oh Lord. With my hands lifted high. Please lift your hands unto him right now. You don't know how he's going to meet with you.
If you are there, I won't even open my eyes to see you. The Lord just revealed that. And it, it does, to some of you, healing of a joint pain is nothing. To those who are incapacitated by it, it's a major issue. So left knee is the one the Lord is showing me. Wherever I just lift your hand, I pray a simple prayer for you. Lord, right now in the name that's above all names, your kindness and your mercy have shown that this particular person his quality of life is being affected by this pain. Holy Spirit divine, please heal right now. Heal right now. Heal right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And walk in divine freedom and liberty in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. I, I can't hold back what the Lord is saying to me. Uh, this is not necessarily a word of knowledge. I'm aware there are people with that situation in this room. But also I must be careful that I don't use my own reputation to stop God doing what he wants to do. So it's a struggle for us. I'm not saying it's a word of, it's a word of knowledge, but I'm aware there are people with that situation in the room. So that's a clear-cut disclosure. So don't take that as if God showed that. He showed it. But what he said that he wants us to pray for that now because he's in the room. So you sing here, we are walking his presence. And so the particular issue I'm talking about is the issue of fruit of the womb. Please come forward right now. Just sing that song. Here we are standing in your presence. Shekinah glory come down. And let God do what he wants to do. Thank you, Jesus. In Kalibo Mosurem Tripo Lelida Tabashendelia. In Tema Hiklebo Surakadikili Basikindelia Libo Shindelia. Sarida Mahingla Bomo Sundomo in Katai Kleboilia. 
Oh God, our Father. Yes, Lord. You are here to do marvelous and mighty work for us, Lord. Kenda masata kenya dinde limo shende lide nema zimbreketa zahika taigle mo 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 sunde like shende like te yadaba zaride kanda yadi masete keni yede nema shende lide mo sundo bori yadaba zikre barita kazete like shende lebe dede makusoto brokoto zandere yadaba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Rendicate. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Please, if you are standing in front, lift your two hands to the heaven with me, please. Please lift your two hands to the heaven with me. If you are standing in front, lift your two hands up, please, if you may. Just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. Oh, yes, Lord. Come right now in the name of Jesus. lifted unto you. I know you have touched already and I know we are coming back to testify of your goodness. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Some of you, you felt changes in your body. Some of you in the front, you felt changes, you felt things happening in your body as we lifted our hands unto him. He specifically asked me not to touch you. 
I start asking the glory must be his alone. There shall be no connection at all with me. It has to be him and him alone. So with those hands lifted right now, he assured me that he has touched you. He assured me that some of you, you felt the touch. And that touch is permanent in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the glory is his alone. Oh, Santa Marika Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. Thank you for what you have done, Father. We return the honor and glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you, sir. God bless you, man. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.